more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after six and welcome back to the program. It's a bit like herding cats, really. Sydney Harbour, Pipwater, Botany Bay, the forecast. You'll be getting herded or Kieran back online. You'll be in trouble. Variable 10 knots becoming southeasterly. 10 to 15, seas below 0.5 and offshore for Broken Bay to Port Hacking and looking at north to north westerly 10 to 15 becoming variable 10 knots. In the middle of the day then becoming east to southeasterly 10 to 15. In the afternoon, seas below Below one metre, and a swell is southerly below one metre. So, just as before well. we go to Mark Benaziak, mm-hmm. um, you're going to apologise to Kieran for accidentally fading him down before the news? No, I'm, I'm, he, he, I have no uh, that, doubt that, that, he was that, not that. looking at his clock. Is not that, talking to that you. Correct, Kieran? I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. But anyhow, don't worry, there'll be a day. The day will come. I shall return the favour. But what I do need to tell people is high tide will be at 11.28 today, 1.93 metres. So uh, it's very important. That's a really big tide. And uh, fishing up the top of that tide will be good. The run out will be uh, low tide. will be 18, 18, 6, 18 tonight. And that will be a big run. That will be 0.27 so that's 1.66 movement in the tide. He's fitting into Queensland very well. I heard hints of Sir Joe Bjocchi-Peterson there. Oh, oh, you'll get your day. Don't you worry about that, young man. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't you worry about it. Speaking of politics. Exactly right. Speaking of politics, Mark Manaziak, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party, Upper House in New South Wales Parliament. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you all. What's been happening, Mark? I see we've got a minister who's not really interested in maritime stuff. No, well, look, um, yeah, well, that's that's the case of the transport minister. But we had an extra extra hearing uh, lined up for the agricultural and fisheries minister, uh, Minister Tara Moriarty, and um, he's decided at the very last minute to pull a pull a swifty and and uh, tell us that she can't can't possibly turn up for the the full time, and she can only turn up for an hour. Um, and it had to be online because she's uh, made plans to be elsewhere uh, in the state where we've all given up our full eight hours of a day to uh, turn up there and, and question her and her public servants, and she decided she'd only turn up for about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, she might have had a hair appointment. <laughs> no, well, there's, there's questions. There, there is questions about appointments yes. um, when, they, when they were made, um, I guess, for the... Full transparency of timeline. You know, it was decided uh, quite a while or quite a few weeks ago that this 13th of December would be the date, and then we heard rumours that her public servants may be um, having difficulty getting to Sydney because they had, you know, pressing work. So we put the ball out to say, well, any of them appearing by video conference, and you know, that was on the Friday, and then on Monday we'd finally got a response. with this long list of witnesses that wouldn't be appearing uh, in person, and she was on on that list and only appearing for an hour. So, you know, and and we're hearing that she uh, was well aware of this, and she openly said she this is all, you know, this, her plan to be elsewhere in the state was um, organised well beforehand. Then 
if that's the case, why not tell us? Do the yes, that's right. Tell us. Well, hey, so, Mark, if, if this is the case and the attitude that she has, well, we the fisher folk that pay for a, a fishing uh, permit, licence, or whatever they want to like to call it or deem it, I think it's about time we stop paying. Yeah, well, what are we yeah. paying for? We're getting we're getting nothing. There's no response. They can't even get out. We've got fish kills happening everywhere because of lack of water. You know, yeah, the, that, um, yeah, the, yeah the, and the number the numbers are slightly, you know, I wouldn't say slightly, but fairly down from previous years. Although they bounced back a bit after after COVID, but um, in terms of fishing fee receipts, but. Yeah, look, it does beg the question, look, what are we getting for our money? And, you know, I know constituents have been writing to her and, and you know, over 30, 40 days and still haven't even re- received an acknowledgement. So it's it's disappointing. The, the Premier decided to double down on that and basically, you know, say in the public, well, you know, why should she be there mucking around in Parliament? As if you know, we, us taking eight hours of our day, you know, missing our own personal commitments um, to do this was was somehow mucking around. So, but is, that's why you have budget estimates, isn't it? So it can be thrashed out and what's going on and what's happening. It's transparency. Exactly. So we, in a, in one hour, we got exactly nowhere with the minister, but I guess in the the remainder of the time with the public servants, we we did. Uh, get through a stack of stack of questions and answers across a whole yeah. range of topics: forestry, fishing. You know, you know, I sort of thrashed out with them. You know, over a whole set of different, you know, species, native species that um, you know were are endangered, yeah. are at risk. You know, we got the Macquarie perch, the silver perch, the river blackfish. All of them um, are, are in a bit of strife and. All the all the data on the DPI's website is, you know, back to 2006. That's the latest latest information. So I sort of pressed them for, well, you know, more a more updated account as to what we're doing with those those species to try and make sure that they recover. And yeah, um, well, yeah, I think she must spend a fair. Yeah, but I'll just interrupt there because I think she must spend a fair bit of time in church or somewhere. She's not available for high tide. She speaks to ninety-eight percent of New South Wales, and uh, oh, 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 oh no, 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 not Saturday, not Sunday. Seat your Bucky Peterson. I'm telling you, that's all. <laughs> Sorry, Mark, it's my fault. If I hadn't have faded him down, he'd be in a good mood. <laughs> my aim is to put him into a bad mood, isn't it? <laughs> now, well, if you want to do that, talk about push bikes or jet skis. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the next topic. But, um, yeah, look, my, I always treat high tide as my church. Gets me up in the morning and That's the dinner right for the day. That's um, right. Yeah, so look, it's, um, it was a disappointing way to end um, the, the year. And I guess the, the Premier's comments um, aren't really conducive to me having a very positive working relationship with him in the new year. So I think you should yeah. probably rethink what yeah. his view of uh, of budget estimates in the upper house is because, um, you know, that's, that's not the way to win friends and uh, influence people yeah. by, um, by insulting them. So, 
Uh, Mark, moving on to something a bit, bo- bit more, a bit happier. What's yes. your plans for Christmas and the New Year? Oh, look, for a usual standard thing, we normally have our family and friends over for, for Christmas and, you know, eat and drink too much. Um, pretty, <laughs> pretty standard operating procedure. But, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully try and get out for a local fish, um, you know, during, during that period as well. And um, and then probably early early December start moving moving back around and doing a few things. I know I've got a a show up uh in Tenerfield, the Tenerfield show in, in um uh, it's a late January I think. Um uh, so yeah, a bit of bit of downtime with the family and quality time. Um and yeah, hopefully spend a bit of that fishing. But what about you guys? Oh, well, Grant's going boating, and I hope to be doing a bit as well. So, And Kieran might be at a loose end, so we might send him down to your place for Christmas yeah. lunch. Yeah, well, look, I know how he I know how he loves to polish off a few prawns at uh, uh, Laurie's place, so he can, why not even polish off a few at mine? <laughs> <laughs> That'd make an interesting uh, conversation over dinner, wouldn't he, Blakey? <laughs> I think so. Well, he's not having many cherries this year. No, I stole his cherries too, Mark. <laughs> There's that's, there's a scandal. That's probably, that's, that's probably another reason why he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. Oh, well. Mark, look, thank you very much for your time this morning and the input you've had during the year, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you in the new year. Yeah, likewise, guys. A Merry Christmas uh, to all the listeners. Thank you. Okay. Shoot hey, don't us forget Mr. Yeah, shoot us fishes and farmers keep up the good work. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Oh, Karen. 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 Yes. Do you feel better now yes. that you've got that out of your system? I got a bit more, <laughs> but I'll save it. I'll <laughs> save it for tomorrow. I just want to remind everyone: don't forget, if you've got children and they can't swim, you better teach them. And there's a way to do it out there in the Hills District. Don't forget the new place that opened up, Future Swim, out there at uh, Resolution Place at Rouse Hill. Okay. Pop in there, you get a free trial. All these. People he's bringing on so a sponsor. So you made a free trial, they throw you in the water for free, do they? Hey, listen, don't forget when you're talking to Swanee, I never said this, but don't forget to ask him about, uh, they went game fishing the other day, here in Yvonne. Yeah. Ask him about it. Okay, we will. No worries. Okay, we'll take a break. It's the high time of the Super Network. Talking sport in 2024. It's a very sad day for me and all of us because it's the last day of talking sport. Thank you, thank you very much for educating me and listeners. You're giving us so much joy and entertainment. You guys don't realise how much of a laugh you guys give us over the years. You guys do a great show and um, you keep me company on my drive home and I can't I think I speak for lots of listeners. I don't know anything too much about sport, but I just want to say to you guys, you've got the best show on the radio. So someone said, oh, you're off, and I went, oh, bugger. <laughs> It's been a tough three years for me, the hardest years of my life. But having that connection and listening to all the callers and talking to you guys on a regular basis just uh, reminds you who you are. Talking Sports returns in 2024. January 15th. Folks, look, I just want to thank you because you guys make the show. And we really look forward to seeing you back for our 21st year. And you've helped us make it to that 21st. A brilliant new year. And just remember that we're back. Talking Sports. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. 
what you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198198. Who am I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year, I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It's only 19 minutes after 6 here on High Tide. And welcome back. Now, let's go up to Double Island Charters. Greg, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you, mate? I'm good. Are you on your way out? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, about five mile outside of the bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful morning, so... Got, uh, fi- another nine and a half mile to go to our first spot. Okay, the fish been on up there at the moment. Yeah, the the fishing's been pretty good. Um, a lot of reef fish actually. Things are a little bit mixed up. A lot of reef fish. The reef fishing's been really good. Uh, bag limits of pearlies, snapper, and um, plenty of tusk fish and other reefies. The mackerel have been hit and miss. Um, wherever there's mackerel, there's sharks. Okay. Yeah. But hopefully uh, things will spread out a bit and, you know, the mackerel will get a bit more consistent too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. And how's the bar up there? Is it good at the moment? Um, yeah, it was absolutely dead flat this morning. There's not much swell. Uh, sort of early last week we had a bit of swell spinning off the, the cyclone right up north. Yeah. And, yeah, we weren't going out, so couldn't get across it. But... Um, yeah, at the moment, this morning, was dead flat. Good. Good. So, okay. And you're busy up there over Christmas? Um, I'm reasonably busy. Um, Christmas up here is normally a, a tourist trade. Right. The phone goes silly on Boxing Day when everyone arrives for their holidays. And most of my, my regular customers and sort of locals um, stay away. Yes. You know, accommodation... I, I know for a fact the whole of the Rainbow Beach, Tin Can area, every bit of accommodation is booked yep. out. 
there might be a campsite here and there for the campers, but I know every single hotel room's full for sort of three weeks there over Christmas. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. It's excellent. It's great, great for our area. So he's hoping we the weather continues and we have a nice Christmas. That sounds good to me. So if someone wants to book on Double Island Charters, what's the best way to go? Um, either find me on Facebook, Double Island Point Fishing Charters, or give me a yell on 0417-073-313. Okay. Greg, thanks for your time this morning. You have a great Christmas and a safe Christmas. We'll talk to you in the new year. Not a problem. Same to you guys. Hope you, hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Hey, uh, that's Greg from Double Island Charters. It sounds nice up there. Yes, Grant. Remember that um, British comedy in the seventies, early eighties, "Love Thy Neighbour." Yes. <laughs> Just thinking about what it'd be like living next door to Kieran. We well, actually should get Kevin Bloody Wilson to write a song about that living next door to Kieran. There you go, Swanee and Yvonne. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Now, someone gave you up before something about going uh, offshore marlin fishing during the week. Uh, yeah, first 12 hours of my life, I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, mate. Well, the phone rang at 4 o'clock Tuesday morning. I thought, who the hell is this? I thought it might have been Kieran and take me to the hospital, but it wasn't. Yeah. But uh, it was Jay. He said, I've got a couple of spots. I'm going marlin fishing. You want your bucket list marlin? I said, yeah, well, I don't get too many chances. So he said, can you be down the, the ramp at half past five? We were down there at quarter past. So the way we went. And, uh, yeah, 70k trip out to the top end of the Barland Banks, punching into a bit of a, a, a nor'east, nor nor'easter, uh, around 10 to 15. It was pretty uncomfortable getting out there. And then it began back and forth for the next six hours. I can understand uh, going fishing saying they get that uh, bubble trail fever when you're just looking at the body skirted <laughs> lures and the bubble trails and all of a sudden you start seeing things <laughs> but uh, anyway we'd uh, it was, uh, we went around uh, one of the fads out there and the excitement we had the big bull dolphin fish had a crack at one of the lures had three shots of it actually pulled line every time and failed to hook up so we went around again and one of the rods went off, so uh, anyhow, I landed a nice hen fish around about the six or seven kilo mark. So at least we brought some, brought a fish home, but, uh, and then uh, off we went. So anyhow, they were uh, still out there. People don't realise with marlin fishing, it can be exhilarating if you get some hookups, but it can be very boring all day, just wandering around oh, doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, we had Darcy, who was seven, yeah. And another young man, 12-year-old. Oh, dear. Poor little pet. I mean, no, it was just, yeah, exactly yeah. It's boring. Boring. Yeah. boring. Boring. And I got the bruises to show for it. <laughs> you, got bru- you got bruises all over. <laughs> I've got a few myself. So we're yeah. not worried too much about catching a marlin now, are we? No. Well, not for the time being. I don't know. You need triggers, I think, changes of time. We were on the dark of the moon. Probably yeah. should have been better on the full moon. Yeah. But... Uh, they, uh, one of the big boats out there, uh, uh, as we were coming back in around about two o'clock, uh, got through the day and said, we've raised three marlin so far, but they're not interested. So yeah. they want a bite, they don't want a bite. So it was 
Next time, next time, Pete just goes with Jay. Old mine's passed him, bass, bass, and I'll go up the film. We'll have a swim. I love fishing, but no, no more. Never again. Yeah, we've killed Eve on a marlin fishing. Oh, okay. And how's, how's the rest of fishing been up there? Yeah, plenty of mackerel out there, mate, at the moment. Uh, around the um, 30-metre mark to the 50-metre mark around the Blinkers and Murphy's Reef. Uh, they're getting some nice mackerel. Uh, the bottom fishing's a bit slow. There's just uh, in close, there's uh, just a few uh, reefies, you know, just the general run of the little reef fish. But uh, yeah, you concentrate on the mackerel, or, or as I say, they, all the fads are just loaded up with uh, mahi mahi. So if you can't get a feed of those, you're not really trying. Just shot a handful of cut up pillies in close as you drift past, put a sea anchor out if you want, or even anchor up so you can get on it and. Uh, and just half pillies, unweighted pillies, and toss them in there. You should have no trouble getting a bag limit of uh, mahi-mahi. Um, yeah, the beaches are a little bit quiet too. There's still a few whiting off the beaches and a lot of dart, of course. The river also has gone a little bit quiet, except for the mangrove jack. They're going bonkers bananas at the moment. They'll only improve as we go back towards the full moon. Uh, there were a few... Uh, school Jew. Uh, we've got all the uh, river rats out there, the young fellas in their little tinnies, tossing lures around at the moment with the holidays on and they're having a bit of success around the cod hole, picking up a few school Jew and uh, mackerel, uh, not mackerel, school Jew and, uh, and trevally and uh, just the odd uh, mangrove jack. Uh, crab's a little bit quiet at the moment. Uh, Probably towards the full moon. I'm not putting my pots in until all the holiday crowd go home. There's too many sharecroppers. Um, I took a bit of uh, Mahi Mahi up to uh, my neighbour, uh, Dawn, and uh, her son was down from, he's come back from down Cairns Way. Uh, Darren, I mentioned before, Darren uh, Cameron, he's a marine biologist that was in charge of the $30 million that I find that the uh, Chinese. Uh, um, bulk tank, uh, bulk tanker uh, mob got running into the roof a few years ago. Uh, <clears throat> he spent six weeks out on the mothership that got the contract for the repairs. They're doing a video and uh, they're just finishing off the sound and the editing on it. They'll put it online, so that could be quite interesting. How, actually, hang on, how do you repair a roof? Well, you'll find out when you see the video, mate. Okay, interesting. I've got, I'm going to get... Uh, I've asked Darren to come on the program, and he said when we get the film all fixed up, okay, maybe it'll fixed up, they will. But uh, he'd just come down back from uh, Princess Charlotte Bay, up past Cookie. Yeah, because yeah. Grant, Grant's very interested in this because he thinks you'll destroy a few reefs while he's in the yacht going around <laughs> places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. having... Swanee, I'm just having a look at the calendar. Um... I'm tipping your crab pots could go in around about the 2nd of January and they'll be fine. Yeah, just Kieran's coming home in the 3rd, so yeah, you can put him yeah, in on the 2nd. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, um, Gary, Darren showed me uh, his phone. He said that we're talking about the uh, marlin fishers. Have a go at this. And uh, they, him and his son, I think it was, they spent a week up at, uh, up at uh, Charlotte Bay and... and uh, in the North Kennedy River, I think it is up there, and he said they go there just about every year. He said he has never seen the fishing like it. It's just the bite. Normally, you know, you get a couple of hour bite on the change of the tide and all that sort of thing. 
He said the bike was on all day long. They only used uh, uh, lures, uh, soft plastics and hard-bodied lures. And they were averaging 100 fish a day. Wow. Mangrove, mangrove jacks, cod, trevally, uh a uh, heap of they got a heap of barra. Of course, had to go back because the clothes. Close, isn't it? Yeah, big black jew out out in the bay itself. A couple of holes they fish there uh, with uh, with big uh, soft plastics. They pull some really nice big black jew. And I sort of, as a marine biologist, he said, I've, I've, you know, he said I've never seen anything like it. He said they just absolutely went bananas. Uh, they only kept ten fish each a day, filleted down and frozen to bring back, but. Uh, yeah, and I said, look, I said, do you think it might have had something to do with the cyclone? He said, you might be right. He said, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, subtle changes in, in water temperature and pressure. And uh, I know they haven't got the weather channel to fish, but I think they know what's going on. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, something he said. I couldn't believe it, just the bite went all day. Anyhow, okay. a nice place to be. Thank you for that, Swanee. Yep. All right, man. You have a great Christmas, you and Yvonne, and a happy new year. What you can do with Kieran up there? Okay. Well, I don't know. You and Anne and your family. Thanks very much. You're okay. Well. Okay. Talk soon. Oh, Swanee and Scary thought having Kieran as your next door neighbour. We're going to take a break and be back with more. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew. A quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger. And a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew. Bundaberg ginger beer. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters, Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week, or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings, or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Broomview makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings, or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles, and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Roomview, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. 
You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only and I... also thanks to Blake's Marina, 26 minutes away from 7. And our next guest is brought to us by ProLaw.com.au, Mr. ProLaw Blake. Australia. Greg you, Reed, good morning. Yeah, thank you, Blakey. How are we? We're good. How's it down at Jarvis Bay? Oh, it's been hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a good week to go and jump in the ocean. You. Have your uh, beaches come back yet? Yeah, uh, yeah, the beaches are all right. Um, sandy, funny things. Well, I know with the mouth of Lake Control, I thought, thought it would have been pretty epic out the front of that with the amount of sand that got taken out of there, but got washed away pretty quick. Um, and it's just showing up in places you probably wouldn't expect it. So yeah. that's, what, that's what sand does, doesn't it? True. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of these little systems now sort of uh, shut back up. But, um, and, you know, the fish have gone back in there and, um, you know, um, some of these little systems actually didn't quite open up. If you look at, say, um, Lake Woolambula out at Kalbara and um, Swan Lake down at uh, Sussex Inlet. Now, both of those are great little fisheries. And the locals always complain about how they never catch any fish, but the locals don't know how to fish. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, if you haven't got your head around the light tackle side of things, you, you'll always struggle. But if you wanted to go and learn how to catch a brim on a lure, you just go into like um, one of those two lakes because there's stacks of brim in there, and you can you can literally go in there and catch fifty of them, no problem. And they might not not all be sized, but um, uh, but Swan Lake in particular, I like at the moment because the water is up, and um, I'm, I'm trying to have a session down there next week. So the water level's up. It, it'll probably go with the next big rain event, like as in open. But while the lake level is up and it's covering all that submerged timber around the edges, um, this time of year the fishing in there can be epic. So with uh, little crankbaits or or prawns or um, I try to fish surface, um, surface lures, because, you know, who doesn't want to watch a fish eat a lure off the surface of the water? It's the most fun, some of the most fun you can have standing up. Um, and throw some lures in around the surface edges, and um, yeah, the fishing can be quite epic. And, they, and they're pretty much with these lakes; they're pretty much just brim fisheries only. Um, you don't get many flathead at all, unless the odd ones sort of come in. Last time it was open and got stuck in there. Um, they're pretty much the domain of the black brim, actually, um, because the blacks actually tend to reside in these lakes. So there's some pretty um, there's some pretty good options um, around at the moment. Um, the basin itself, uh, a lot of people still fixated on the jury. The jury runs uh, been pretty good. Um, best place for those probably start right out the middle of Swan Bay, which is just up from the entrance at Sussex Inlet. Uh, soft vibes, uh, low light periods, tide changes, even though the tide doesn't change actually in the basin, just work around those tide changes because that, um, you know, whatever it is, that magnetic variation on the moon or whatever on the tide is actually still has an effect on the lake. 
Um, there's been some really good, um, really good estuary perch around the entrance to the basin as well. Once again, on surface or or lightly weighted prawns, you get the clone prawn and you rig it on what's called a hidden weight. And if you're you're not familiar with those, it's it's a jig head um, and it's got a weight actually on the on the shank of the hook. So when you actually rig it, all the weight is internally presented inside the lure. And I fish around about a one twentieth or even a one fortieth of a of a uh, of a gram of an ounce. Um, sorry, and um, that just allows the lure to sink really slowly. So you can you can actually cast it out, and you can skip it across the surface with the rod tip up, just shaking the rod tip, and then let it sink over the over the weed. Um, and there's been yeah, been some great perch and brim mixed in 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 amongst them uh, down that area as well. And uh, the estuary perch are a bit of an enigma in the basin. They, um, for years and years and years, we, we, you just, you wouldn't catch one, and all of a sudden, about oh, probably about four years ago now, um, they just showed up. So we don't know where they come from, but they're pretty healthy fish. Um, are they, are they table fish? Will we be eating them? We don't. Um, they just grow too slowly. Like a thirty-two centimetre perch could potentially be in excess of twenty years old, wow. possibly even, possibly even thirty years. Um, so you probably want to limit your catch on those and, and, and stick to the flooded. Um, but, yeah, great sport fish. Okay. But, um, yeah, surface lure bite is uh, definitely the go. Um, look, you've got a mild southerly coming through today, and then the wind should go back round to the north tomorrow. Um, point perpendicular out in the bay itself, um, doing its usual thing for this time of year. Plenty of rat kingfish. Who knows where the big ones go? Bar the banks. Um, lots of been lots of traffic out the banks on the days that you can get out there, plus the commercial traffic. So, a lot of the kings have been taking a bit of a hammering. But um, look, the marlin season's pretty much in full swing out wide. So, look, uh, just be prepared. Uh, look out for your weather windows, and um, unless you're fishing in the estuaries, and um, grab yourself a bunch of surface lures, a bunch of clone prawns, and can I just say the raw prawn? Go the raw prawn. We just had a restock this week and a whole bunch of stuff got a new colour in the prawn, it's white, uh, it's got a bit of black fleck and it's got, uh, it's got glowing uh, red eyes there and it's going to slay them. Okay. Yeah. No worries, Greg. Look, you have a great Christmas. Thank you, you for too. all your assistance during the year. No, thank you for putting up with me. That's all right. You're welcome. Yeah, it's been a great, been a great year actually and uh, yeah, all the best to uh, you and, and all the listeners and I uh, hope you guys get amongst it and um, spend some good time with the family um, over the next uh, over the next month in particular. Okay. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you in the new year. Okay. okay. Take it Bye. I like that they've developed a, a lure in honour of Kieran Riki. A raw prawn. With the red eyes. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a break. You listen to High Time, the Super Network. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. How dare they release those murderous criminals onto our streets? That's a joke. They had a very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand down. Brent Bultitude. Well, they're guilty of being reactive rather than proactive. Well, the government goes off on their own tangent, and then all of a sudden they disappear you and I. And then we go, wow, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. Deck the jars with balls of chocolate. Mmm, fruit. Oh, nuts. Coconut. Christmas is better with Byron Bay Chocolates. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, honeycomb and more.
A little family company big in chocolate supplying the world. Local and imported nuts, fruits and berries, lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create those gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. If you'd like more control over how your super is invested, Choice Plus is the Host Plus investment option that puts you in control. Invest directly in the ASX 300, ETFs or term deposits with their easy-to-use online platform, complete with real-time online share trading and the latest market information. More control over how your super is invested. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited, general advice only. Consider the Host Plus PDS and Team D at hostplus.com.au before making a decision. Search Host Plus Choice Plus today. Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, Network Construction Services are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve, 98085673. Introducing the Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is smarter than your average car, featuring Kia Connect technology. Take control of your Niro with your smartphone. Cold out, turn up the heat before you get in. Forgot where you parked? Relax, the app will lead the way. The Kia Niro, in hybrid or all electric. It's smarter than your average car. Kia, movement that inspires. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 17 minutes away from 7 o'clock here on High Tide. I suppose, uh, Alan Blake, at this time of year, everybody, you know, there'll be plenty of people getting their boats out for the first time in a long time. We've spoken about batteries and things like that. What else should we be looking at? I would have thought, if you've got a trailer boat, Making sure your um, bearings have been serviced and and things like that might be quite good, considering you you dump them into salt water regularly. Yeah, that's a problem. You you travel somewhere. Short distance isn't too bad. They don't get too hot. But you travel long distance and then knock them straight in the water. They tend to shrink a little Mm -hmm. bit and sucks water in. But I've always been the thing, the best way to check them, grab your wheel make sure there's no movement there and you're halfway there. It's different with disc brakes and non-disc ones. But if... You get somewhere, when you're unpacking your boat, just feel the temperature of the tyre, then feel the temperature of the hub where the bearings are. And it should not be any hotter than the tyre. If it's hotter than the tyre, there's a problem you need to address. And that's just a way to keep an eye on them type of thing. And some people say, oh, you know, I don't have to check the bearings. If you read all the owner's manuals, you know, they want them checked at least every six months. Yeah. You know, repack them and go through them because after that you're on borrowed time. 
And like a lot of people are lucky they don't have to go, go very far and they will last longer. But uh, and especially if you're going somewhere on holidays, check them first because there's nothing worse than getting the wife and the kids upset when you're broken down on the side of the road. And also, it's dangerous when wheels come off trailers and hit cars. Absolutely. And, and if you're going away and you're towing your boat, where do you put most of your luggage? Yeah, well, this, this is a thing. In the car. <laughs> yeah, in the car. The boat is not a storage container. It's a bloody good one. Yeah, a couple yeah, of surfboards in there, a couple of bags. Oh, I've seen a three, four, five hundred kilos put on the inside of a boat, and they wonder why they have trouble, because if it's not adjusted correctly, uh, you're going to have problems. Yeah, if, you, if you're putting the weight in the wrong location, it can get very ugly. That's right, yeah. Yes, Karen? And they'll also put the cherry cans of... Fuel in there yes, as well. That's right. Yes, so you got to balance it off off properly. So that's worthwhile doing. But look, checking your anchors, checking your steering, giving it a once over, go through everything. It's it's the way to go. It, um, it's not that hard to do, and um, it saves a lot of grief potentially. And um, the same navigation lights, checking all your lights. If you've got a spare globe on board, if you're out of a night time and, and you lose a light, how do you change it? What do you do? Uh, it's uh, it's not hard hard things to do. Fuel, if you haven't used a boat for a lot of months, drain it out, um, move it on and get some fresh fuel in there because you can't do anything with once the fuel's gone off. It's it's paint thinners then, basically. Just for the uninitiated, uh, yes. with the new LED lights, yes. more difficult to change than the... No, no, look, you can buy replacement LEDs that, have, that are going in uh, bayonet fittings. Hmm. Um, I don't think you'll get it. You can get some festoons in, in that as well. So you can get replacements for most things. Hmm. And it's just an easier way to go. They're brighter. They're more reliable. Uh, you don't have as many problems. And the biggest tip, start your motor before you leave home. <laughs> Put on a flusher and give it a run. And if you're using a flusher, don't walk away and leave it. You stand there and watch it because the ears can slip. And when it slips, you've got 30 or 40 seconds and you'll destroy a motor. Do you know somebody I know, somebody I know made, the, uh, made the headlines during the week? Yes. Yeah, was up there covering a, a cyclone up north. He's joining us online now. Mr. Oh, Paul Bird. wet T-shirt competition. He did step outside. Neville, Newell Beach. <laughs> Good morning, Paul. Good morning. <laughs> Hey, you copped a bit of stick for the coverage up there. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Uh, well, not only you, but everyone. I think some of the people thought it was a bit overdone, but you've got to report what's going on. You know, yeah, I know. Look, it's it's weird because this thing was not huge. No. But, you know, if anyone's listening here to give us a bit of a hit, then, you know, you weren't standing right beside us. And, yeah, okay, when we are out there, it was a little bit weird, but at the same time, you know, we were on the on the beach where we were all staying. Like we're not I'm not gonna put my crew or I in danger. There's yeah, no chance. That's that. right. But for heaven's sakes, like, you know, if we're 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 right on the beach and if any wind or anything's gonna come in and which it did, we were right there. There's nothing gonna fall on us and hit us on the face. There's nothing. Yeah. So but you know, showing the wind and the strength and, and all that, you know, people watching the T V for the coverage, people are watching it to see what it's like. And we're, we're, we're driving that, that, that stuff back home. So, you know, I did it fast, did it quick, because I didn't want to, I wanted to get back into the house, and I did it. So, <laughs> you know, people, people thought it was over-dramatising all that, and maybe people in Cairns were thinking that, people in Port Douglas might have been thinking that, people down south probably thought that. 
but where I was, we were so close to the eye of the centre of that thing, like yeah. really close where we were. It was it was ridiculously windy. Finding good talent, Paul, you know, be it, uh, uh, you know, hosts or cameramen or technicians to go out and work in conditions like that is hard. Finding executive producers that sit on couches at home, they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, um, yes. how was Wadjil Wadjil up there at uh, Newell Beach? It's, it's yeah. nice area, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. That whole area is is lovely at this stage, mate. It's absolutely gorgeous. So in Sydney, you guys would be having that heat wave coming through, and and to the north, it's been wet. But all that area is beautiful. Um, you know, it's a lovely country. The people are so friendly. They're all you know. Baking, baking, uh, you know, honey and oat cookies and uh, all this stuff there. <laughs> I, out. Okay, question for you: How did you get in and out of there? Did you go in by chopper, or did you have to drive in and out? No, we drove from um, Port Douglas. So I was up there. I was talking to Pete Say actually, yes, and, uh, and Michelle, and then went from there up to uh, through the inland up the range uh, to Cook Camp. Oh, okay, you went on the uh, development road. Yep. Yeah, and then we got to well, yeah, just before they throw so through Lakeland. And yep. then got to uh, Cooktown area, and we couldn't. Um, I was watching the system. The system was going to go. To, it was coming to that way. And I was talking to our buddy Tony uh, Orden from from Seven Meteorology, and we we're both thinking, okay, this thing's going to slip to the south. You don't want it on the north side because it's going to be calm. So we um, jumped back in the car and drove south again uh, into Newell. So we went through Mossman. Yeah. Um, and then uh, into the Daintree. And it was um, it was pretty windy then, but it was calm, as in, like, cloud was high, a couple of showers. But uh, when that thing passed, the, the weather would have got uh, pretty gnarly. But we, we, hired, uh, yeah, we couldn't get the Starlink to work. Um, we didn't have enough power. So ended up uh, masking a, a truckie who was bringing down a big machine from Weeper. He had an inverter and he had 2,000 watt on board. That was enough power. <laughs> because if you've got, if you've got the, uh, the big version of Starlink, it burns about 120 to 140 watts, where the little one only burns 50 to 70 watts. Correct. Yeah, no, we had a big one. And, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And it was, uh, we had to punch it full to get it through the through the, the cloud. That's right. And it, it locked on, and we got we got it done. So that was that was interesting to see that happening. But um, yeah, so we it was a fair drive up and a fair drive back, all in one hit. But we we uh, we got it. So how do we get out? Was um, when the Mossman River flooded eight meters, of course, or something like that. So we just waited at, at this at this part of the road with a with a river like broke its banks and just kept going back. Until the last minute, when because it, it was a, neat, a spring tide, when that tide dropped to low, it was shallow enough across the road yeah. because the, the water had receded because of the flood, uh, because of the, the tide. Uh, mind you, on the next high tide, it would come up over it again, but it was enough that we could uh, we could get through. Okay. Now, any chance of a little fishing report now that you've been back? <laughs> but I, first thing I did up there, I went to a shop and bought a rod and reel. <laughs> <laughs> a bait caster and a Shimano travel rod, the uh, two to seven kilo, whatever it is, I think it is, a little three-piecer. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was great. So I uh, flicked some lures around the uh, marina there at Port because there's no boats and um, and didn't catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> the empty marina at Port. <laughs> Mate, incredible, yeah. The, the footage of the boats all up stream, the same as um, down at, at Cairns, they're all up in Trinity Inlet. And some of the big boats, there's a boat up there that was called Seahawk there by him. Seahawk is, uh, this, is a boat from Georgia, big giant sailing boat, and it's got to be, I don't know, it's got to be worth 30 million or more. It's yeah. incredible, maybe more. And um, maybe it was dark on the horizon, maybe he started up and out through the leads he went. <laughs> and I'm thinking, 
Oh, he knows what he's doing. But he went north, obviously. Yes. Up, up north and, and uh, we'll head somewhere up that way. And, and the thing was still 500 k's offshore at that stage. Yeah. So, you know, you, 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 a lot of the boats, actually, the big boats did that. They went out and, uh, and just took off away, left it alone. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Fishing down here, mate. Um, bass are in the, in, the, uh, in the estuaries at the moment, and I mean like the backwaters. Uh, and around the impoundments, so they're a bit of fun. Um, and there's been a heap of mangrove jacks because the heat's been up, so the mangrove jack fishing's been great, the Rain River, particularly throughout Broad Beach Canals, around Bundle Bridge, and also the, the walls of Paradise Point leading up towards Hope Island, Century Cove. It's been unreal. And uh, and offshore's been... been some nice snap right there. The, the weather hasn't been the best, but it hasn't been too bad. So I know Gav from Seafo Charter's been getting kingfish and snapper and a lot of dolphin fish off the fads at the moment as well, so that's been quite productive. Uh, been some nice kingies down off uh, off Bunzuk. Had a mate who went down early in the week. Got some beautiful kingies down there, Timmy, on jigs and live bait. Live bait's pretty fit. A lot of liveies out there at the moment schooling up. So the family's schooling up over the fish are there, having a feed as well. Um, been some good catches of flathead up around Pandanus Island, Kalinga Bank at the pin, and also down around Crab Island, the inside of Stratty and Encouragey north towards the older shot. So that stretch there is always nice and protected. And uh, just cast up. You'll see the mooring boys where all the boats moor up. Just cast towards the mooring boys and pull your lures back there. I'd be running like you know, 85 to 105 mil squidgies, uh, probably like a, a maybe a quarter ounce or a 1.6 or 1.8 ounce with a 2.0 hook, depending on the size of the jig. Um, and just, just flicking it, twitch, 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 and then just wind the slack up as you drop your odd tip down, and uh, and you'll pick up some nice lizards doing that. So there's been a, been a few around, along with some really good catches of sand crabs or blue swimmers, we should say. So... They've been in good numbers, and I think the mud crabs. I haven't caught any muddies yet, uh, but uh, I've got I've got a couple the other day before we went away. But there's been plenty of, of blue swimmers around, so yeah, that's been good. And I had a good mate of mine. Um, he's been saying there's been a few banana prawns starting to show up. Generally, this time of the year, if you want prawns for Christmas table, um, they normally get them in the Pine River. Um, so there's been a few starting to turn up. We had a bit of rain in long ago, so that started to bring some prawns out. So you might be able to get a feed of those on the Pine. That sounds good. Thank you, sir. Are we stepping outside today? Uh, mate, every day, if you like, here yeah, on the 7 Plus app website, what it is, and um, you'll be able to, to check it out there. And, of course, yes, we are doing uh, last week's uh, encore there, and, um, to, and which is Johnny Costello uh, from my little box right there doing some gene, catching the kings and all that. I was mentioning off Brunswick Heads just a minute ago. That's where we were fishing, so you can check that out. And also... So you said he wouldn't know. Shopping. We actually gear up Suzuki um, motorbikes, uh, we zippy tie a couple of rod tubes to the back, put the rods in, and we go. Uh, yeah, we go for a zoom across some paddocks and find some fish. Beautiful. Okay, glad to see you back in one piece, and uh, have yeah. a nice uh, day I'm or sure two many, off. I'm sure, many are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Talk to you tomorrow, and that's our last show for the year tomorrow too. Yes, I hear. Yep. That. Yeah, till the, till next year. Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? It does. It does. Oh, Anyways, all right, everyone, take okay. care, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Paul. Paul. All right. Just some hard markers. Yes, Kieran. Yes. Better do a quick quick update on the tides. High tide in Sydney will be at 11.28, 1.93 metres. A low at 6.18 tonight, 0.27. The race tips will be Randwick, race one, number one, Amazing Eagle. Race six, number seven, accredited. Take the... uh, Cronulla 6 and 7 in Melbourne, race 7, number 3. And uh, you have a great day. Keep safe and see you all tomorrow. Okay, keep your eye on the sky, Kieran. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Same time, same channel tomorrow, everyone. Great to have your company. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Hoping for that red fin.
One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yappies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end 